Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Rut Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, with Beyond the Rut, and I have with me Brandon Cunningham. Say hi, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> awesome. And so, of course, Brandon is the other host of the show, and you're listening to a podcast that is about inspiring and equipping you to live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. And so our hope is that we help you make your own path in life. So, Brandon, we, we had Davidson Young on the show in episode 22, and he shared with us uh, his story about when he left corporate life and launched his own dream to be a leadership coach, uh, a consultant. Uh, and then there was something he said at the very end that really piqued our interest. He, he used a term called micro fears and, and how, you know, even though he's launched his new business, he's supporting his family. There are moments where he's just struck by micro fears and, and that really stuck with you. And I thought it was a cool phrase. Uh, why don't you tell us more about what those micro fears are and uh, what what you've been thinking about in relation to micro fears since that interview. Well, it's funny because when we're recording this, we talk about the fact that everybody can't see us, but if you could, we're on Skype and we're looking at each other. And when Davidson said that, we were both just like, oh, wow, that's gold right there. Yeah, our eyes lit up. We started writing notes left and right. (laughs) Absolutely. So if you've not listened to that episode, we highly recommend you go back and listen to Davidson. He was dead on. In fact, Jerry had made the comment that, you know, we couldn't have paid somebody to have such incredible content. But the great thing about Davison was it was just authentic. It's just him. That's the first time I'd actually met him. You and he grew up together, but yeah. just a great guy with a great story. So go back and listen to that. But when he said micro fears, I couldn't get it off of my mind. I thought about that all day, all week. In fact, I he he tells the story about walking his dogs. And he's just walking down the sidewalk and a little fear will come into his mind. You know, what if another dog comes around or a car comes up or whatever it is? And he, he turned, turned that a micro fear. So all week after that, that's what I would think about when I would, something would hit me. It's like, well, what if this, what if that? That's a micro fear. I shouldn't worry about it until it becomes something big or I just let it go as insignificant. And something happened on Monday. And where I work, we have this kind of glass conference room. Um, three walls are all glass. And our CEO, followed by the HR director, walked by. And so everybody in the room kind of looked up like, oh, you never want to see the HR director following the CEO in oh, somebody's yeah. office. <laughs> it's rarely to say, hey, you won the lottery. And it hit me that we were all consumed with this for about a minute. And I thought, those are micro fears. I mean, if I was the one getting fired or escorted out, she would have come in here, not to somebody else's office turned out to be absolutely nothing, but, uh, it was a micro fear. And so I was talking to this coworker and I had made that comment. Sometimes you just see something as a micro fear and you, you identify it and then let it go. And from there it became part of every conversation. And I think on the episode, I even told Davison, I'm using that in almost every conversation I have this week. I promise. <laughs> Do you tally how many times you use that term in, in the week? I can't imagine, but if you talk to people I talked to this week, they'll probably say, yeah, Brandon brought that up a number of times this week. 
He's going to say it so many times. People think that Brandon coined the term. <laughs> there you go. But I remember. I think the first time you quote somebody, you got to give them credit. The yeah. second time you can say you forgot. And the third time you can say it's you. It's pretty much you. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember that the way that Davidson used the term, like when he first used micro fear, I mean, he was talking about not just like the fear of like his dogs being attacked or, you know, being mugged as he went around the corner. He was going like big, like what if my business fails? What if, um, you know, the imposter syndrome kicked in? What if people think I'm a fake and nobody wants to use my services as leadership consultant? And then I wind up going bankrupt and, and uh, homeless and all this spiraled out of control within a matter of like two minutes. And then it stopped and he goes, wait, that's a micro fear. And so it wasn't so much about the gravity or the level of fear. It was the term like, like you're not living with this fear all day, every day, but you know, things are going good. And then out of nowhere. Boom! You you you're fearful for about two minutes, very irrationally. You don't even know where it's coming from, and then you're you know hopefully able to check it. And uh, so I, I mean, because I remember I made the joke like, gosh, you know, it's amazing. Like for you, micro fear includes homelessness, and for me, like that's a pretty big deal. And then that's where he explained <laughs> it, it's that that time frame. Like it, it it's a fear that just hits them for about a minute or two. Uh, and right. and uh, I think I I love. If I remember correctly, it's what he said afterwards about what he did with that micro fear. Did you remember what he had said? If not, we can go back and listen to 22. <laughs> go yeah, back. Go. We, we should all go back and listen to that. I, I, if I remember right, what he did was he just let it go. Yeah. He pushed it aside because like you said, it wasn't necessarily the level of the fear as much as it was the significance of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't control if a meteorite hits me tomorrow. So I'm going to consider that a micro fear. Now, obviously, getting hit by a uh, meteorite's a big deal, but the chances of it happening are so slim. You just let it go and and store it away and and don't focus on it because we act on what we focus on. You know, if if we worry about it too much, then next thing you know, we're we're being we're preparing our lives in case a meteorite hits us, and and, and you're wasting a lot of time. Yeah. And in the context of that conversation we had with Davidson, he was talking about, uh, well, he was talking from a context of he had already spent, I think, a year developing his plan of how to transition from corporate life into his business of leadership consulting. And so when he got hit with that fear, I remember him also being able to you know, set aside that fear because he had the ability to focus on his actual plan. It's like, no, I've got a plan. I've got money in reserves. I have customers. I have, you know, I have prospects and I've got a system that is working and it's building. You're not going to be homeless, <laughs> at least right. not today. It's a, uh, That's a great point. He had a plan. Yeah. Most of us are. Well, it is a real fear because you don't have a plan. So homelessness is unless you have a plan, then mm-hmm. it's not a, a fear anymore. Yeah. And I remember we had an episode, one of our early ones when uh, with Sean Albright uh, about how to prepare for launching your dream. Uh, and some of that included getting your financial house in order. So that's I think if your financial house is in order, you've got your game plan and you're running through the plan and things are working. Yeah. But there's a- and that that's really key. I mean, one of the, every year I try to pick, you know, the one word that's kind of dictates this year for me and, and the, the mission and vi- vision of my family. And this year it's legacy. You know, we want to build the foundation to eventually leave a legacy. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know, I had my first grandson uh, back in October. So we're really excited about that. But as grandchildren come along, we start thinking, what what kind of legacy will we build? Not that everybody will remember me forever, but what platform will we build that our children and grandchildren, great grandchildren can build upon? And so that's kind of the the focus this year of financially, spiritually, physically, 
are we building something that our children and grandchildren can build on? Anything else you want to say about microfears? I think most of us would say, and I'm trying really hard. Another thing I'm trying to do this year is to stop saying, I think, because I should know by now. I know that the best way to fight micro fears is a plan. And for me, that was my conversation most of the week is you're having these micro fears because you don't have a plan. But, you know, when you're young, you think, well, what if what if somebody breaks in the house and and gets us and your parents are like, well, don't worry about that. We have a plan. The doors are locked. We have an alarm or whatever. You know, we live in a good neighborhood. So you you only had that fear because you didn't know the plan. So when you put together that plan, you no longer have to worry about those fears. Things happen. Things change. Yes. But put together a plan, both financially, physically, uh, just learn what it is that you want to do in your life and follow that plan. So when somebody comes along and says, well, you can't do that because you're too young, too old, too whatever, you can look at that plan and say, but my plan will work. It'll adjust, but it'll work. And you can rely on that plan. What should I do if um, I find I don't have much faith in my current plan? And, you know, I'm asking for a friend, of course. (laughs) I know that guy. (laughs) Uh, The best thing to do is, is A, you know, listen to this podcast because this is the greatest thing you can ever do with your life. But the other thing is, is go to people who have successfully gotten where you want to go. Don't discount the fact that maybe somebody's older or younger And their plan may adapt to yours. Don't discount their progress in some way. Go find somebody that that will help you with your plan. Most of us put a plan together and then hide it. We don't want anybody to know because you might judge my plan. It's okay to have your plan judged because they're going to make your plan better. Oh, definitely. I I love that uh, idea of getting outside input, especially from folks who have succeeded because they're going to have the mindset to also want to help you succeed. I, I think part of people's success comes from that that mindset of mindset of abundance that there's plenty to be had out there it's like that story where uh, two shoe salesmen go to an island the first guy sees that nobody has any shoes calls the corporate office and says let's pack it up nobody here's wearing shoes this is not a market and and leaves the second salesman <laughs> comes in and says hey nobody's wearing shoes calls his corporate office and says says send me a plane full of shoes nobody's wearing any <laughs> shoes they all need shoes let's go we can do this we got an open market here and so right. um, i think people who've already succeeded or have, have gotten to a point where we want to get to they already have that mindset of success and helping others succeed because somebody's helped them succeed as well and so i, I definitely see value in that and, uh, and and discerning between those who are, are out for your best interest and and not Right. And the people that have built their own plan are more than happy to help you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't go to a doctor that's in bad health. You don't go to a poor financial planner. But sometimes you have to go to the doctor and be honest and not go in there and say, yeah, I do, you know, three hours of cardio a day. And the doctor looks at you like, uh, no, you don't. Not even close. You know, don't go and try to impress your financial planner. Go to somebody and say, this is where I'm at and I'm lost. And most people, in fact, we're going to do another episode and it's all about finding somebody that can help mentor you and and help you serve and give and and build you up. So go find that person and really let them pour into your life. But like Jerry said, discern whether they're doing it for the right reasons. Don't latch your plan to somebody who's not successful. Great. Any uh, last words of advice before we close things out on microfears, Brandon? Well, I think 
identification's important, a plan's important. And one of the reasons we wanted to do this uh, probably relatively shorter episode than usual is because we wanted to follow up on the great things Davidson said and just give you a little bit of extra boost to go out there and do some stuff, try some stuff. Most things are going to be micro fears if you have a plan and a purpose in your life. Great. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond the Rut podcast. You can find all of our show notes at, at <laughs> our website, beyondtherut.com slash 023. Again, that is beyondtherut.com slash 023. We'll also link episode 22 where we had Davidson Young from the Leaders Foundry podcast on air with us. And uh, some of the, the tips that we gave will also be listed there. We also love to hear from you. So call into the show, ask us some questions. We'd love to answer your questions. We may have the experience. We may have failed in those areas, or we may some know somebody who can answer the question for you. And we'd like to bring that person on the show to answer your questions for you, but we'll never know what to ask if you never call. So call 361-596-3788. Again, that's 361-596-3788 and leave a voicemail with your question. Leave us your name and a way to contact you also because we want to let you know when we've answered that question through the show. So be sure to do that. Again, that number is 361-596-3788. And one last thing, if you liked what you heard in today's episode, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher so you can search us by searching Beyond the Rut and you'll find us subscribe. But we'd also love your feedback through a comment or review on iTunes. So if you're on iTunes, go to uh, the actual iTunes store, find our show and leave a review and then rate us as many stars as you see fit. We'd love to hear, uh, hear from you and we'll catch you on the next episode of Beyond the Rut. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.